0: Welcome to the football ramble, where we never ever play for just one point. It's Wednesday, the second of December. I'm Kate Mason. I'm Jim Campbell, and I'm producer Hunter Raja. So much time there. Trying to help you out, mate, because Vish has got a flight to catch or a, nearly a flight.
1: Oh, someone someone I know has a flight to catch, and I'm
2: helping him catch that flight. Yeah. That's the
1: kind of guy he That's is.
2: Amazing altruism.
1: Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. I'm making up for past sins, um, but yeah, no, sorry for doing that. But I just couldn't, I couldn't leave the silence.
0: Yes, there well, was something
1: about it. It was, it was almost too long. It was showing off again. We've,
0: we've recognised that that you have a problem with silences. That's what you're doing here. I can change that over the next forty minutes if you want. <laughs> <laughs> if you the podcast equivalent of a dirty protest.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't want dead air, though, do you? Even over a jingle. It's when the void stares at you. You don't want that.
1: Yeah, you've got to kind of start contemplating your own mortality in those moments.
2: Exactly. Less of that, please.
1: Happy Wednesday, everyone! <laughs> oh, that?
0: this is podcast magic, people! <laughs> oh, lovely to see you. Feels like a long time. Um, let's. Should we just crack on with the with the football then? Given that you just want to leave, I don't know.
1: Actually, should we talk about
0: the football? Because what happened apart? From sure, I'm I mean... really into the football. Let's first. Of, I mean, first of all, the Liverpool game. Um, Quivine Kelleher is how we're pronouncing uh, that excellent gentleman's name. Mm. Please do write in if you've got issues with it. Uh, he had a, basically a man of the match performance, uh, completely unexpectedly starting in goal. Allison's out for, for two weeks with a hamstring issue. And then also Liverpool's academy, Kenneth Jones scoring that slightly extraordinary girl from, I mean... Why do we, why would you, if you're Andre Anana, why are you leaving that, Jim?
2: Yeah, I I don't know. It it genuinely looked like a moment where he just switched off, didn't it? Because (laughs) there's no other sort of explanation for it. Even Curtis Jones' face seemed to say, are you kidding me? Like, are you actually, was that a joke? Can you do jokes in football and have you just done one?
0: Is this my first Champions (laughs) League goal that you, do you love me?
2: (laughs) (laughs) But actually, I mean, like. Curtis Jones really looks a player, doesn't he? It's nice to actually put a bit of a spotlight on him because um, he's done so well to come into that Liverpool side in in the sort of games that he has this season and just look like part of the furniture, really. A new bit of furniture, a young bit of furniture, probably something (laughs) Scandinavian and modern, but part of the furniture that goes in that Liverpool living room all the same. Um, And I'm quite excited about him. And there's not been a huge amount of hype around him for a player of his talent um, in the age of hyping, talented young players, especially Liverpool players as well, uh, mm. given how good they are at the moment. So um, I was very happy for him to get that goal, that slightly absurd, ridiculous goal. But mm. it was still a hell of a finish. Oh, yeah. it, was, oh,
0: so it was more of a like he...
2: slick one-touch pass, wasn't it? But it was yeah. still a good finish.
0: The fact that he had to re- react to some bizarre behaviour next to him straight away. Well, I guess it was always like maybe Anana didn't see him? Is that possible? Could have been.
1: But the, the way he framed it at the start that you know that he might love him. I like the idea that the Ajax lads are, are laying into him and he goes, whoosh, and then points to the corner. Look how happy he is. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Start of the game, he's been going, honestly you've got to see this Curtis Jones kid. He's so good. He's so good throughout the game. The defender's are going, you're not that good mate. What are you talking about like, I'll show you how good he is.
1: <laughs> but the, uh, the, you know What you said about the Curtis Jones hype is true, but the reason for that is because is it happened before last season. Mm. They were talking about him as, right, this guy is going to come in, he might play one or two games, but you're going to see how good he is. And the the thing that really strikes me about him in particular is that he can, as you said, he's coming without fuss. He looks totally at home. He's not even that IKEA furniture that you need the instructions for. He's ready made, yeah. ready prepared. You don't have to, you know. He can finesse through the doors and up the stairs. Yeah,
2: it probably helps as well that he's not the only young player coming through. At
1: Liverpool yeah, of but. course. Yeah, so you can, so you feel like you're more more involved with the first team anyway, even mm. though if, even if you're not regularly involved in first team squads. He can also play anywhere.
2: Seems that way, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah,
1: which is startling for any player because it's obviously so many young players have good technique, but he's obviously got going on got it going on upstairs um so fish tapped his head you probably heard that in the mic i it has got quite a, quite a dense yeah, head. quite, a, oh, quite the dig yeah yeah um, stuff. but yeah he's uh he hasn't got a dense head no well if he if he if he does it's full of knowledge <laughs> <laughs> as, as,
2: as 18 year olds tend to be yes well,
1: he's, he's wise thank you for setting me up that like, he's wise beyond his
0: years and it yeah it shows when he plays doesn't it I and mean, he was set up as well for the goal by Nico Williams. So it's just basically an academy.
2: Yeah. An academy-loving. Yeah, the kids are all right. Um, yeah, they were all over the pitch, weren't they, the Liverpool kids? And it was a it was a funny game. It started off really well. The first 20 minutes or so was was pretty pulsating. It looked like it could go either way. And then it just sort of kind of fizzled out, settled down a little bit. I guess Liverpool didn't really need to exert themselves um, didn't. that much. Okay. Or it certainly didn't seem that way as the pattern of the game um, Kind of went on. It got a little bit cagey, didn't it? it got a little bit kind of like, you know, you ever go, we'll ever go. But
0: I don't know. Well, was hit the post about a minute before True. that winning goal. The winner was scored. I don't know. I thought I thought they probably had the better of it in the run up to the goal, just before the goal, anyway. Ajax. Mm. Um, but yeah, ultimately Liverpool therefore topped the group. Some bizarre other stuff going on in the other game, wasn't it? Midland final score 1 1. Getting a little point there. Getting a little point, yeah, in there, little point in there. A- a- Atalanta like be see.
2: fuming with that they after the result at Anfield. Fuming. That's a silly result, Atalanta. What are you doing?
0: Yeah, I guess they wanted to. I don't know. I, I'm a, who dares to think what Midland must have been celebrating like off the back of that <laughs> lovely.
1: Have, draw. They got, have they got. You say that like they've got previous history for. Being quite unruly after wins.
0: Oh, uh, I don't know. Oh, well. I it sounded like, to... it
1: sounded quite accusatory. That actually. I
0: wasn't meaning to cast aspersions. Oh, no, I, just I like feel the like idea. they know how to party. Yeah, I suppose,
1: <laughs> I suppose they do. Yeah. Well, they yeah, they might as well be in there for something.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, maybe that's the motivation. Yeah. But look, just like get get a point yeah. somewhere, and then we will. We will have a night that you'll never forget or remember.
1: So they're going around different hotels and being like, oh, well, take the slippers, we'll take the robes as well. Yeah,
2: well, that's a nice pen. <laughs> Loving it. Oh, little <laughs> shampoos.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you love those. How many little shampoos have you got?
2: Um, I've got them to the did gym, actually. Move. I've got quite a few.
0: You did just move. Did you um, route them out or did you transport them?
2: I, I transported them. Yeah. yeah. They're handy for the gym, aren't they?
0: Yeah, mm. can be. How, how are you
2: going to the gym? Well, not, not right now, oh, but right. They w- they're open again today, but, you know. You've already been yeah. in, haven't you? I've not been breaking into my gym during the lockdown <laughs> I, and, showering and showering now. <laughs> <laughs> I know everyone says I live in the studio, but I don't really.
0: Jim's <laughs> well, as we know, it's been working out and getting into good shape. Klopp afterwards was praising Nico Williams, although he did run, like, straight onto the pitch to embrace Cuevin Kenner, mm. which was... Oh, that was
2: lovely, wasn't so it? So lovely, because uh, there's you no... You know,
0: imagine he would have been, you know... If there'd been fans in there, they would have gone absolutely balmy for him. He yeah. made some amazing saves. He kept did. a clean sheet in the Champions
2: League. Looked confident Looked throughout so as well, didn't he?
0: Like point blank range, really close to the end, he made a big save that yeah. you know saved the win. Oh, it was brilliant, and you can just imagine them going absolutely balmy for him. Yeah. Um, so a small, and a, a hug a small from Jurgen Klopp. Yeah. Wouldn't
2: you love a hug from Jurgen Klopp? You're going to feel it for two or three minutes afterwards, yeah. but I think you'd, you'd feel so validated. It puts so much such a spring in your step. And actually, one of the good things about being being able to see the football in the weird circumstances we can with um, without real crowd noise um, is that you can hear the players a lot more, and you could see that Kelleher was was very commanding, and like. You've got to be confident to come in as a young goalkeeper and be bossing defenders around. You, you've, got to, you've got to be a certain type of character to be able to do that at all. And he seemed very kind of ready and apt um, like and, and and just able. Adrian's face on the bench was a picture as well. You've got to feel for him.
0: Good picture, bad picture? Uh, a,
2: a, a sad picture, oh, but a sort of a my. telling one.
0: Keller said that he wished him all the best and said he'd be backing him and... All that stuff. So that's it, really nice. Really? Adrian, is it no nice Adrian. or is that the sort
2: of thing that makes you Tweaving. want to knock his block off if you're Adrian? You wish me all the best No, dear. the other way round. All oh, right.
0: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Adrian said to Kelleher, oh, you know... I'm with you, I'm I'm supporting you, we're all a team.
2: That's good, because the other way around, Not that, in that, that tone. is very cheeky.
0: Yeah, and quite patronising. I mean, it was that. never going to be
1: any other way, was it? It'd be great if he was like, oh, you know, what was he like? like honestly, he hasn't said a word to me. Yeah, <laughs> He won't even look me in the eye. Yeah. He leaves the room whenever I walk in. He's oh, man. pissed off.
0: It's like Claudio Bravo in the uh, All or Nothing Manchester City documentary. Bless him. I don't know, I always felt like he was just watching with quite a lonesome look every time Man City... Should have made saves then, shouldn't he? Oh. Should have made
2: saves. Remember, he didn't. He stopped making saves. It's a tough like did job, isn't it? It is it its but that is literally all of it.
0: Yeah. No. That's the primary role. Playing yeah, out from the back is all of it if you're in a, in a Pep Guardiola team. Come on, guys. Uh, and also, apparently, according to... Um, Melissa Reddy of this parish, Kelly used to be a prolific striker. Really?
1: Yeah. So he thinks like they do.
2: Yeah, maybe that's mm. it. Yeah. <laughs> he knows what they're going to do before they are done it. To stop a striker. <laughs> you, gotta,
1: <laughs> you need to have be been a
2: striker.
0: Yeah, it's like, like you, like you can't talk about football unless you've actually been in the game, isn't it? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, that could, could be brilliant if he goes on to have a long, successful career, which I'm sure he will and I hope he does, if uh, he sort of goes up for corners, but he's like a sort of like, proper sniffer in the box might be one that can get some goals
1: well you say that but i think when a goalkeeper goes into the box because they're wearing a different shirt they're already thinking i don't i shouldn't be here yeah i'm already out of place here
0: but that can have quite the opposite impact can it if you are the opposing goalkeeper you're like whoa what is this like red no because
1: i think you recognize in that other person that they are lost it's a little bit like if you got invited to a party and you thought it was fancy dress but it wasn't
0: no, it's not like that. It's, I think it's a little yeah, bit no, like I that. I think, think some people in. can own that.
1: Can't well, exa- exa- exactly. Oh, I exactly. See. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. I think, by and large, most people go into that situation and think, oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Sort of Bridget Jones rabbit thing.
2: I yeah. think whenever, whenever um, goalkeepers go up for a corner late on, I think people get, they think about glory, don't they? Even the person taking the, the corner problem, and they go it? for the goalkeeper. Yeah. I don't go for the goalkeeper. Go for an outfield player that's in the space the goalkeeper has created, surely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yeah. it's magnetised towards exactly. this guy who
0: is basically unless he's Cuivin Callagher, the least likely person. to Well, but goal, you probably. get someone
2: to knock it down for him, and because he's a, got he's got his prolific striking instincts, he'll yeah. probably score. Good
0: with his feet, clearly.
2: Exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah, because obviously, if he, you know, <laughs> clearly it's why he's a good striker that he's now in goal. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Little diss on your Champions League debut, mate. I tell I don't you what, don't mean it. How did you get it. on when you were goalkeeper in a Champions League Too game Too short to be a goalkeeper <laughs> in a Champions League game. I mean, <laughs> been through this with a Napoleon-esque mentality I'm sure it'll be fine no
1: he was, he was a little more confident when he would go and go wouldn't he sure yeah. asked. Steph Curry's a basketballer like come on what's yeah, but wrong Steph, with you Steph Curry's like
2: 6-1 yeah. I mean Jorge Campos was pretty small and he loved a Larry goalkeeping kit as well so, I mean, yeah, it can, it can work. I, it would be an incredible bit of kind of showboating acrobatics, wouldn't it, if Jurgen Klopp introduces a young goalkeeper who starts banging them in at this point. It's like, how good do you want us to be, all right? <laughs> yeah. How good do you need us to be? Well, I mean, that, that's, Peter be fuming, that, obviously.
1: Or loving it secretly. <laughs> that's the important point in this. I think we realise... What is the
0: important point <laughs> in this? Dish, like, with, all,
1: with all Liverpool's injuries and these children coming through... <laughs> mm. Yeah that like at no point you know should a team be that deep in terms of having say like a a bank of players to bring on who are other ready mm. but because their youth system is so good because the clarity from top to bottom is mm. so so spot on that they can just walk into a champions league game and, yeah. and do these
2: things and know their roles as well yeah. which is it's brilliant
1: well, we might it's be... annoying, ra- isn't it? Well, it is. An <laughs> annoying? It's annoying well, when,
2: it's, when your club don't do it, yeah, but or you even have to just, admire it elsewhere. Even
1: if someone has been a teenager lacking any kind of purpose <laughs> oh, and has God. carried that into their 30s, I'm quite annoyed by it. As we'll yeah. come on
0: to in part two, we don't need to rage against that because what it is really is the dying of the light Brexit. So we'll, we'll discuss... We'll come <laughs> on to that later. <laughs> no worries about that academy. Um, people won't really have to compete against it. Ajax will be probably absolutely hammering us in many, many... Uh, uh, many many months to come so final score there Liverpool 1 Ajax nil Liverpool of course don't need to worry therefore about their game against Midland. so perhaps they'll be able to have a few more celebrations no as, doubt yeah. which is what we want really mm. isn't it Absolutely. Um, yeah that's a dead rubber um, Porto against Man City sort of treated a bit like a dead rubber with a nil nil um, I mean I'm,
2: City played really well though that's true. Yeah, they they had a That's lot of That's harsh. Chances. I was
0: hard That was me being harsh there. I was going to say my favourite moment was where uh, Edison kind of collided with Georges Montero. Montero went in with his knee and kind of collapsed in pain, even though Edison the bit that hit him was his sort of genital region. Oh, yeah. So you yeah. thought it would go the other way around, wouldn't you?
2: Edison's tough though, isn't he? Mm. He's sort of. I don't cop, know a lot cop about of this. Steel,
0: though.
2: <laughs> 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 That's what they call him. Yeah. Cock you imagine of steel. that? Oh, I picked up an injury. What happened? I ran into Edison's penis, and I tell you that thing. Oh, <laughs> I thought my knee was solid. <laughs> um, sorry, what was like being <laughs> punched by a snake, by a whole snake.
0: How would you punch? I suppose you. Such so snakes would. has you you like they? double I up? Or Is would, it the yeah. heads?
2: Is it the head Or is if it like, double up? As in,
0: would they like hard to? Describe What this like on a K-
2: curl around and slap you?
0: Yeah. <laughs> why, why? did no, that no, even enter your mind? No, I'm bending as I'm a, If I'm a snake, I'm sort of squidging up part of my uh, tail. Yeah. Yeah. To make a kind of a fist.
2: Oh, yeah, I see. So I you're sort kind of lying you back you and like yeah, you know, going at someone like Does that. Do snakes right? have tails or just are they tails? No, it's all body, isn't it? Yeah.
0: I don't know. They don't have feet, that's that much I... do I you know, know that, that has been confirmed, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, But anyway, Man City were very good, <laughs> weren't they? Um, what was Ruben Diaz doing? Yeah, I mean, he he very nearly got on a... Do you mean when he hooked the ball back oh, over absolutely, for... absolutely, yeah. 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 yeah, but I mean... He's never going to score. For, did, am I giving him too much of the benefit of the doubt, thinking he meant to just get that back in play so someone could get their head on it? No,
1: when he cleared the ball off the
2: line. Oh, of course, of course.
1: Of, oh, sorry. When he, when Manchester City's Ruben Diaz cleared the ball, cleared the ball off Porto's goal line. Mm. Yeah, incredible. Yeah, I, think I didn't he know must he could have, do He that.
2: must have thought it was going wide, surely, and tried been trying to hook it back into play.
1: No, I think he was trying to score and lost himself in more well, being. No, you do you? Yeah.
0: Oh gosh! Because I
1: think he, I think he just, you know, he didn't get it. Well, obviously he didn't get it right. <laughs> <laughs> but I think he was trying. Bit a killer, didn't he? Um, oh, <laughs> I didn't mean it. But yeah, no, that was that was quite amusing because yeah, City were City were all over them.
0: Yeah, and he was helped by well, he helped out Merson in the net for Porto, um, and I guess for both teams, yeah, this is this is the outcome that that was the best one, right? Um, Man City topped the group. Uh, Pe- I guess wanting to focus on, or need to focus on on the Premier League, I think it's fair to say a little bit of needle on the sideline again. Love it. What we like. Sergio Consasso and Pep Guardiola do not seem to get
2: on. The quotes were amazing, weren't they, after the game. If, if yeah. I had his budget, his players, and still, get, still could get a win, I'd be sad too.
0: <laughs> Is there history there? Burn! Well, they were a bit pissed off with each other in the previous... Um, no, no, handsome. sorry, okay, right, sorry. Oh, I him, mean, like, historically, yeah, yeah. I uh, don't know, this is one you need Brussels for, but they yeah. they seem to have gone... Uh, they seem to have... That, they don't seem to have been enjoying each other's company on the sidelines. That's, no, that's, I love
1: that. I'm all over that. Yeah.
0: Mm. get. get
1: I, I want more manager on Manager Niggle, especially when they don't meet that often. Yeah. Oh, yes. It's the luck of the draw, because it just... You know that resentment—it just carries,
2: doesn't it? It does. It reminds me of the glory days of that terrible thing Alan Pardew said to um, Manuel Pellegrini on the sidelines oh, that yeah. time.
0: What was it? Is
2: it's very sweary. It's very sweary. You, you think, I Google feel it, like I it, know, it, but I Google go. it. Like, no, I yeah. want you to You've say bought, it. Shut oh, your oh, noise! It. You sweary old swear.
0: Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Why did you do the swears?
2: Why did he? Why didn't you? Why didn't I? Well, I'm just conscious of the swearing. Well, one of the swears is like the main swear. And I don't want to fly too much up the swearing chart because I don't have to keep it up. I don't want to be effing and jeffing like a, you know, furious fish wife.
0: Uh, Yeah, all right then. Fair enough. I'm glad it didn't descend into that kind of abuse um unlike the ramble always does jesus uh what else went on well real madrid lost again that's funny To yet it's 2-0 it was zinedine zidane the hero of your they forget so easily don't we they do. those madridistas it's almost
2: like they do it on purpose It's what? weird it would just forget their own heroes <laughs> yeah
0: it's so bizarre i mean people i guess this comes down to this whole like are we playing is he playing people that he used to play when when they were good and now they're not that good mm. discuss.
2: Yeah, it just looks like they're kind of struggling for an identity, isn't it? Because they're still based on one that they really should have moved moved on from by now. Mm. It's almost like a snake putting back its own skin on. It's not the best. <laughs> it's not the most bestly constructed sentence I've ever spoke. <laughs> but, but, I do not know you were but, getting into your zoological <laughs> analysis. Do you know what I mean, though? It just feels like that, you know... the. What they're trying to do, they've already done, and it's and it's tired. And yeah. they're trying to recreate something that isn't uh, that, that, that is the past rather than the future. And hence, they keep getting embarrassed by Shakhtar Donetsk.
0: Yeah, cool from them, though. I guess. Yeah, if you will let Gareth Bale go,
2: great, great name in Dentino as well. You think you've you've heard all of the Inos mm-hmm. and then another one comes along. Little Dent, little Dent, great. <laughs> <laughs>
0: they're um, like I, I Dentino, like baby teeth. That's yeah, why, yeah. That's what I thought, yeah, 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 milk teeth or little. Oh, just little dents, I guess, making little dents in the, in in the ego. ego. Of, yeah, yeah, as
1: a done. Do you reckon, do you think there's anything in the fact that Real Madrid aren't playing at the Santiago Bernabeu? because we talk about them losing identity? A lot of things about being those marquee clubs is beyond the kit, there's that yeah. sense of, oh, yeah, we are this team. Yeah, we, and are, actually, we are the people who are not to be messed with.
2: You really feel that when you go in there as well. Yeah, like it's, mm. you know, as we've said many times on this this podcast obviously Madrid is a huge draw for players and you you see players think about it when they get linked to them mm. but I remember going into the Bernabeu as a man in my 30s thinking I want to play for Real Madrid I don't know how, I don't <laughs> yeah. know how I'm going to make this happen but I have to make this happen I want to play for Real Madrid so yeah, yeah. even with no one in the stadium that is a big part of why they're so fearsome isn't it and well, to, they to lose so many, that it's...
0: yeah but they've been playing they've been playing so many games at the training ground yeah exactly. So, actually, so it's, a it's a completely different setup isn't it
1: yeah, they're a bit of a, it's, it's, I was going to say it's sad to see. That's kind of pathetic. It'd be like, it's oh, not, Jeff Bezos is, is hard on his luck.
2: Yeah, um, couldn't happen to a nicer institution. But, it, <laughs> but there,
1: uh, there is an element of it where you, you can see that obviously they're quite a, a big example, but so many people have been quite listless and lacking identity, identity and like who they are across the world in all sorts of, in all parts of life, really. And this yeah. is, it's interesting seeing a behemoth like that struggling with the same issues.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And if you want to hear whether Real Madrid have been attracting the sympathy, I guess, of On the Continent, do give it a listen tomorrow. Don and Andy will be uh, in your ears on Football Ramble Presents. Don't miss that one. Right, let's get to a break and then we will talk about the end of football. (laughs)
2: Some um, Aston Villa, your old side, be hoping for big
0: things this evening. Yeah, I think not, like not, we said earlier, they've won. Oh, and there's a goal. <laughs> <laughs> oh bless! No. It's a hard gig. You got to concentrate very, very hard. Gabby hall there and Sky, what, bit of a legend. Um, welcome back to the football ramble. Let's get your emails. Just even show.
2: I'm just just giggling at it. I know we talk about this this tune a lot, but it sounds to me like Pete's getting more frantic within it. It's like he's secretly recorded a few of them that are getting more and more (laughs) intense.
1: I love the idea that he has to do it live because yeah, he's everyone's every wondering morning. why there's a hole in the budget and he's like, fucking hell, I've got to keep this up I? <laughs> I have an email from Will Brown. Yay. Hi, Will. Thanks. Hoi hoi, Ramblers. Enjoy the story about the nine-year-old not getting his ball signed by the French World Cup winning team in my hometown of Belfast. Hmm. This brought me back to the first time I ever watched a match. The game was the 1985 FA Cup final. Manchester United against Everton and a young Norman Whiteside, bizarrely wearing number four, curling the only goal round the flying bin man, <laughs> Big Neville Southall. <laughs> I was instantly hooked and immediately found a hero in Big Norm. I got an <laughs> Ireland-Mexico 1986 kit for my birthday and followed Big Norm's career, eventual retirement and his conversion to a full-time podiatrist with keen interest. Years later, just after my 30th birthday, I was invited to a reunion dinner for the Northern Ireland 1982 World Cup team and met Norman. After a fair few, I woke up the next morning clutching a signed paper plate, and felt like that eight-year-old parent, oh, that eight-year-old, sorry, in my parents' front room, <laughs> listening to Brian Moore's commentary. Cheers, or keep up the good work.
2: That's lovely. That I, is. Serious. I am intrigued as to why he was invited to the reunion. Me dinner. too. Yeah. Was everyone who watched it invited as well? That'd be like, so good. Like, it? Imagine, yeah. You just get everyone back. Get the get the band back together. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I I think there's more stories to come from, from Will Brown on these Rambler emails. Yeah. Will Brown, what I would
1: say is, wait, so you're eight-year-old in 1986. So you're not allowed to debunk Will Brown, are you? No, no, no I'm debunking him. I'm thinking <laughs> it'd be nice to have a photo, wouldn't it? You've taken him there to 2008. Would you have a camera phone in 2008? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I have absolutely no idea Oh definitely no, no, Actually I was in uni you're definitely cameras around then uh, Yeah yeah. yeah. Well,
2: he's got um, his sign paper plate though is not he I think the selfie has now Replaced the signature But back then I don't think that had quite happened
1: Yeah
0: okay Suggestion actually for Will Brown One of my mates Is called Rich Brown Who actually sometimes Listens to to the ramble And he had a kid Recently-ish And he wanted to call his kid Kevin De <laughs> Kevin De, De... <laughs> Come on nice. It's a good yeah, idea yeah. Nice. Didn't get away with it A bit disappointing Named it after the uh, Leighton Orient mascot instead <laughs> Right, Steve Peck's emailed in. I was listening to yesterday's show where the dad of the ball-holding Irish boy didn't, who didn't get any signatures from the France squad. Okay, this has obviously touched a nerve with a lot of people. It it's reminded me of the best bit of dad amazingness I ever experienced. At the age of nine or ten, we went on a club trip to the old Wembley and got the tour of dreams. We went in the communal bar. Interesting that the communal bars are the first the first thing you'd want to go in. But sure, great. Uh, Up the 39 steps, in the Royal royal Box, in the dugouts everywhere. The one thing we were told we were not allowed to do was go on the pitch because of the upcoming international. We walked around the old track on the outside of the pitch and when no one was looking, my dad, from nowhere, picked me up, lifted me over the advertising hoardings and quietly told me to get on the pitch, son. It's probably the only chance you'll ever get. (laughs) That's so lovely. What a good egg.
2: That's excellent dad work.
0: Yeah. Well
2: done, Steve. the email
0: ends there, so we don't know if there were any like repercussions.
2: Yeah, I, I presumably he'd mention them, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or maybe not. Yeah, Dad's still in prison, like <laughs> this. I think he'd, I think he'd say. I don't. I mean, you can only be so reprimanded for a little bit of you know stepping on the grass, can't you?
0: Yeah, agreed. So how old? Are you? Oh, he's nine. A bit harsh. Was that? Do we think it's a bit harsh on his dad saying? That he's never going to get onto the Wembley pitch. I
1: mean, I, th- I thought it was good dadding to be honest. Yeah, yeah but, he, but he, he, he said him he's a never going to and... get on there. So that's, what, what, I mean, that's what I mean. Like... He gave, he gave him, you know, an extra Taste. little treat. Go on, have it,
0: mm. and then he also tempered his expectations for life. Yeah, yeah, but maybe he would have been a great
2: footballer without this.
0: Maybe Steve Peck would have been... I can't work out the maths on the, eight, on the age. But yeah, maybe Let, if he'd had a bit more belief from his dad...
2: Let's hope this isn't the case and he's not now going, oh my God, I did want to be a footballer and that did crush my dreams. I stopped trying. I stopped trying at everything at that moment. Oh, <laughs> so, no. I left,
1: so I left the Manchester United Academy. <laughs> <laughs> I was... Threw my football boots in the bin. <laughs> <laughs> Here I am emailing the football round. <laughs> <off>. Sorry. <Steve. laughs>
0: Sorry we've turned your lovely memory into an absolute <laughs> shitstorm. I really apologize. Thanks for all the lovely emails, guys. Keep getting in touch. We love it. Show at footballramble.com or you can, of course, tweet us if you want to make less effort, I guess. Mm. At Football Ramble. We like your tweets too. Actually, sometimes I like your tweets even more because they're very creative and sometimes, as we know, they have pictures. Mm. And they're brief,
2: which everyone likes.
0: Of which, more later. Okay, guys. So let's talk about this situation. Uh, It's kind of COVID corner, I guess.
2: Mm.
0: One good thing we could say which is that the fans are going to be back in to English Football League games tonight. Six games are going to be hosting fans for the first time yes yeah, since since football was locked down. Yeah. Um really exciting. It's only 2000 fans per per game, but still just the idea of having some real human people in some football stadiums is is just uh, making my day really to be honest.
2: Yeah, it's um it sounds like good news on the surface, doesn't it? But oh, it is what, are going to crush my gene? Like, that. we just
0: crushed Steve Peck. I'm
2: not going to crush your gene. Um, <laughs> but it, it is it's an interesting one, isn't it? Because like, as I say, it sounds like really good news on the surface, but it's been a little bit controversial because some clubs are frustrated that, mm-hmm. they, that they can't, let their own fans in and feel there's an unfair advantage elsewhere and yeah no
0: away fans of course partly because of of the whole idea of like you don't want people travelling and then if you're in tier you're only allowed to do this if you're in tier 2
2: and not in tier 3 yeah it's, it's, it's very complicated as the situation is in general um but Rick Parry, who, as we know, says a lot of things, has also said, uh, we absolutely don't see that we can stay at this level for the rest of the season. It will be expensive. It is not generating money. Mm. It's costing money overall, but we do have to start somewhere. Now, I agree with them they have to start somewhere. But yeah. you do you, you feel like perhaps this creates a bit of an unfair situation where some clubs can have fans in to support them and some can't. And if it's not making money if it's costing clubs money rather than getting it sloshing around the game again and trying to sort of give, you know, getting a little bit of, of, of like clawing some money back effectively, you, you wonder, well, actually, is it just a, is it giving some teams an unfair advantage uh, without well, actually like, any plus side to that? Right. I mean, I I, I think the, th- the thinking has got to be that this is going to be a positive thing for those fans that can get back into the stadium and for those clubs that can have fans back. And let's do that for the sake of doing something positive, mm. getting everyone's morale up. But it is a, it's, it's a complicated situation, isn't it? It's been interesting to watch it unfold and see how people have reacted to it.
0: Well, no decision has been made yet on allowing more fans back in January. And effectively, I think, guys, this is a, this is a pilot.
2: Right? Yeah. See what happens. Yeah.
0: See if it, see how it works.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I don't. I mean, I can totally understand the the element of it being unfair on a competitive level. But ultimately, that's not why this is happening. They, they're doing it because they want to see how they can roll it out to more fans. As you said, Kate, it is a pilot. Um, and also, I think certainly at the lower levels, there is a view that any kind of fan base coming in is beneficial for Mm. for financial reasons. And and granted, there's a point of that curve which does skew the wrong way as you move up levels just before you get to the Premier League, I suppose. But, uh, well, even in the Premier League, actually, if you look lower down, it can be... um, bit of an issue but yeah I I just we have to start from somewhere don't Mm, we and mm. I I don't think there's anything wrong in the way they're doing it now I think it'll be I think what is really important actually is the way that tickets for example are dished out oh um, yeah whatever system didn't
0: get one for the weekend then
1: Well, but I mean there there does need to be some transparency over that I think to a point I know for example West Ham have a problem where if you're in a a certain area where you are in a a, it's rather if you are in a tier 3 area you can't apply for tickets and things mm. like that, just because where they are on the boundary of particularly Newham as well, which has been quite badly mm-hmm. affected by um, COVID-19. So there are a number of things that teams have to go through. And I can understand why some fans, you know, you mentioned that Spurs game. And I noticed some fans online were, were not happy with who they see have been getting tickets um, because obviously people are talking about it as you would do. You'd be excited to be going yeah. to that kind of game. No, um, find the
0: Derby, eh, friends. Exactly. Yeah. You, so,
1: um, yeah. yeah. So, so I mean, it, it, there's going to be a lot of issues. There's going to be a lot of unhappy people in what is being, you know, of as a happy situation. But I, I feel like that's
2: kind of just the way it goes. Yeah. Yeah. It's it is a you know at least a step in the right direction it feels on the like road to progress, recovery, isn't it? Yeah. That's
0: the point. I feel. I don't know if it will be. The danger is, of course, it will be two, whatever this is, what's the phrase, one step forward, two steps back. Because, of course, we don't know how it's going to go. But uh, yeah, Luton, Wickham, Charlton, Shrewsbury, Cambridge and Carlisle all in tier two and playing tonight. Uh, So they're the ones who are going to be seeing fans. I'm actually going to the Cambridge United game, not taking one of the balloted tickets, I should point out. Um, Yeah, I'm working there. Uh, and I've just seen. I just showed you guys this, the the step ladder, the ladder yeah. up
2: to the gantry. You've got to climb a ladder.
0: Absolutely terrifying.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Why do you need to be up a ladder? <laughs> got to be able to see the pitch, haven't you, Vish? So, uh, what, yeah. you're watching the game from up the ladder, from, like, the top of the I ladder? Don't,
0: I, I assume there's a flat bit that I can stand on. I don't yeah. think I've got to you stand assume, on the ladder. but you don't know. Oh, no. You should
2: check this, Kate. You, they, might, you might spend yeah. this evening up a ladder in the cold.
0: How's the cameraman going to fit on the ladder as well? That's not going to work. God, that's so you're going to be on, like, a platform... Yeah, on the top of the ladder. Wait, where do they put you or not? That's how. That's what a TV gantry is, basically. We're
1: uh-huh. not, yeah, we're not in the TV gantry. We just no. Sit, you in your little special scenes. Yeah.
2: You don't the, sit on crowns. special high chair ladders or anything.
1: Or... No, no, not at all. We're not. We don't need you know the kind of frills that you lot need apparently. <laughs> frills.
0: we <laughs> be outside for the first time in like you know nine months or something. I've got... are, are you
1: quite excited? I feel like I'm quite excited for you. Thanks. This is pretty cool. Yeah,
0: I'm pretty excited as well. With all
1: got K Mason. what's happening, K? Uh, <laughs> someone's
0: been set off, I think, or have they? Yeah.
2: <laughs> (laughs) oh it's windy oh I'm wobbling did I tell you about the
0: ladder (laughs) oh man well anyway I've got my ski trousers that's the other thing I'm worried about freezing today
1: yeah that'd be a problem
2: so you are going to do that newsreader thing of being dressed differently from the waist down yeah i got a
1: blanket as well just in case if you like, had a comedy fall over and your legs went in the air and fall, <laughs> and then, like,
2: down the ladder <laughs> the <laughs> look on your face then suggested that you have been imagining that quite a lot while looking at that ladder
0: yeah there is oh god yeah I'm sure it'll be fine there's stars on the walls next to it it all looks quite pretty it's pr- it is pretty
1: cool whenever you switch on Sky Sports and you're like that's Kate Mason from, from our show <laughs> it would be nice yeah. to see you doing like some other stuff
0: as well thanks Fish I feel like when I read your articles as well but it's not so... Um, I guess I can't like, shout at it in the same way. That'd be quite weird.
1: No, but you should do.
0: We should measure that, actually. How many people should... Actually, maybe you shouldn't.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, that's a dreadful idea. Um, on the less positive side of things, I guess... Um, well, definitely. Although I guess it's Premier League and, and people working together to try and react to things. Uh, the Newcastle Villa game on, on Friday is off. Um, we know that there are at least five players who had tests tested positive for covid and then they newcastle closed the training ground on monday and Mm. yesterday obviously it started to be that they just wouldn't have a chance to train before playing this game and and i guess that people listened to the the fact that this was not going to work out as a as a premier league game on the friday the downside of course is it's the first time a premier league game has been called off since the start of project restart
2: yeah it's a shame isn't it um I wonder if actually Villa will look at that and go, "Well, at least we get a little bit of respite." And you know, Newcastle as well. It's it's, it's an unfortunate situation.
1: Yeah, I think it's nineteen nineteen positive tests in all, mm. including um, players. But they're gradually building up, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. I, I think given the the protocols that they've had to go through, um, and, and I say this as um, someone who, well, who you know, lives in London and sees quite a few people flaunting a load of different rules, Mm. that for example, I I would they are looking to see how there was I suppose this quote unquote breach of their biosecure bubble. So it'd be interesting to see what happened there because the protocols are so strict and and I know that from going to football matches, but also just, you know, what the players have to abide by. And and the things that they've been pulled up on. For example, you know, there's Chelsea players are pulled up on just meeting in a group of more than seven. Mm. Sorry, more than six rather um, so, yeah, I, like you kind of get the impression that we'll find out a little bit more about what ex- what exactly has happened, why this spike has been caused. Mm. But the fact they're all over it, the fact that they've closed the training ground, the fact that, like at the start of lockdown when the Premier League, it took them, you know, Arteta getting a positive test yeah. for them to go back on a statement they made two hours before. The fact that they've been able to do it um, with time to spare is, um, is important. It's just quite frustrating. And, and I suppose, it, you know, Well, we talked about how exciting it is to get fans back. This is quite eye opening to be like, look, it's not gone away. This is still a real threat to public health.
0: Yeah. All right. And I guess last thing before we go this new Brexit, post Brexit plan for transfers has been unveiled. Do we unveil a post Brexit plan for transfers, guys?
2: Well, I think we just have. Um.
0: <laughs> it wasn't
1: really unveiled, like was, it? It, was like, it?
0: By the way,
2: this is happening. Yeah. This Sorry. is happening a month today.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Soz about that. So basically, it means that if you come from the EU, uh, instead of having, well, this is what people wanted, isn't it? This is what everyone wanted, is that free movement of of, of people is going to be stopped. So it means that free movement of good players from, from Europe is going to be slightly limited. And that's what everyone wanted.
1: I think, it's, I think I wouldn't be surprised if clubs find a way to work around this. For example, yeah. you know, you know, cities group and the way they move players between that. I wouldn't be surprised if there are more official um, agreements between teams. That way you can move young players, you know, to a higher tier league, for example, by moving them from country to country.
0: Yeah, because it's like a points-based system, yeah. basically, is it? does. Isn't
2: it? it puts obstacles in the way, though, doesn't it, of that? It certainly It makes getting younger players here... Um, from a younger age a, a lot lot harder. Well you um, basically can't sign you know, you effectively... people
0: who are under 18 which yeah. is yeah. Per which is the academy. Probably presu- very
2: very difficult for for academies going forward that's going to make a big big difference and the point system and the criteria that players have to meet to to get a move to to England now uh, or or Britain rather uh, I guess um It favours the big clubs, doesn't it? And and not just on the surface because quite often players will make a stepping stone move. They'll they'll go to a club that uh, there'll be a Premier League club that that might not be part of the sort of the traditional um, elite and then they'll get their move later on. That's now harder for those players to do that as well. So that's gradually going to have a knock-on effect on uh, presumably the quality and there's, you know, there's been statements come out saying that it's it's all about safeguarding England teams and there's a lot of re- rhetorical guff that you always get that's not actually based in anything tangible that that I know of that you know that always puts it forward saying it's going to benefit you know the English players and yada 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 we don't know how you know true that is presumably it just simply isn't because you want the best players um, around to, to to you know lift the players they're playing with and well, it is, just it's just nice is very frustrating debate, Jim, isn't it? that's just an
0: ideological nice debate Do you we, wanna, and you can't and put that can't. forward
2: as, as as any sort of fact can you which is what is happening here
0: yeah
1: it's, it's interesting that the um the criteria also applies to managers as well they've had to have managed um three out of the previous five years in what they describe as a top league which covers 33 different leagues but doesn't cover the norwegian league so uh. in uh, if, this, if this situation had been applied over
0: the last couple of years... So you're pro this? <laughs>
1: look, look, sorry, mate, it's a technicality. Sorry, Here's Ollie. your box,
2: though. Brexit means uh, Brexit, mate.
1: No, uh, but but yeah, so for example, Solskjaer wouldn't have been able to take the Manchester United job. Had this criteria been in place a couple of years ago.
0: Okay. Mm.
2: Well. So, I'm, I mean, my, the worst case scenario, it's, it's easy to do, monger, isn't it? But you, you might look at um, how this would affect... The Premier League in the long term, because obviously money talks. You know, as you say, Fish. Like I'm sure there will be things will be figured out, and and top players will keep coming because there's a lot of money sloshing around in the Premier League. But if it does lead to to some sort of slip in standards, and if the future, in the future, the the European Premier League raises its head again, Mm. that might tip the balance more in favour of other other European leagues a, a little bit. And you know, the Premier League, the reason it's so powerful is because it's so rich. But if a dent is made in that, then, you know, maybe, maybe it's power will wane and it, it maybe won't be the attraction that's it been in the past. And it's, it's a delicate thing.
0: Mm, it is a delicate thing. Well, we don't know, but we at the Ramble will be here to keep telling you what is happening and what is hopefully not happening.
2: So, a reminder that you can get more juicy Ramble content by signing up to our Patreon. For just $5 per month, you get access to the Ramble Discord, where you can chat with us and fellow listeners about all sorts, as well as a weekly bonus episode. This week, Marcus sat down with Vish to hammer out his fantasy football dinner party. If you want to find out what utterly chaotic, hedonistic mix Vish went for, just head over to patreon.com forward slash football ramble and sign up.
1: Did you cook? Yeah, I cooked, yeah, yeah. I listened to your one. What a cop-out. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I've, got, I've, got, uh, I've got to step up it. here yeah. oh, it's wow. very it's very carb heavy very rich and um ready for training next day i guess well no i mean that's why i picked all retired players all people who've already let themselves go so there's nice. no problem about that so they very could smart. dig into the stake so they basically ones.
2: don't make you feel bad about yeah. having what you want that's a very good tactic. and
1: they're they're sleeping over as well so oh nice yeah well they're not going to be in any fit state to
0: drive <laughs> they might have drivers, Vish. I don't know what, what oh, tier goodness. of footballer you've come for. But... <laughs>
1: <laughs> I I'm sure they're keeping so, yeah. it
0: real, but, you know. Um, also keeping it real tomorrow are Marcus, Andy and Pete. So join us for that one. Uh, say goodbye, guys. Bye, Jim. Bye. Bye, Vish. Bye. See you next time.